0: Hi, everybody. This is the Fish and Grits
1: Podcast. I want to hear about what Bow Wow did. Let's just get him out the way. So, what's going on with Bow Wow? Um,
0: just being his usual annoying self. He was at some club, and I think they played that song he had with Sierra. And he said, I hit it first, or I had it first. Um, and then I recently learned that for next week, because he's on that show, going Up Hip Hop Atlanta, and R. Kelly's ex-wife is on there as well, he basically doesn't believe her, and he don't really want to be around her because he feels like they're lying on R. Kelly. Are you Um, serious? Yeah, they're lying on R. Kelly. He feels
1: that everybody is lying on R. Kelly?
0: Well, he don't believe specifically his ex-wife. And right. because he's worked with R. Kelly before and like he never saw any unusual behavior or no behavior that signaled that he was a pedophile and this is coming from somebody who has a daughter. um, So that's why Bow Wow mm-hmm. is on the, the, the topics because he's too damn old to be acting like this. Mm-hmm. And I just really want him to calm down with the antics like he act like he never had shit in life. Or maybe he just upset that his career is just... The trajectory of his career is where it is. But I'm tired. He just sounds
1: bitter. I think that he's is. like the epitome of a clout chaser. Like, whatever he think that he can say for shock value, he's gonna say it. Like I really just think that he's just trying to keep his name within the media at any cost. Whether it be trash, whether it be something good, whether it just be... Like, you know, he's just problematic altogether, especially from the elevator incident with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And he was trying to, was he trying to defend himself? I can't really remember, but he was just like, uh, I was fighting for my life where I had to defend myself to something that he said. And I was just like, okay, but still the little part that we see this part that we're trying to get you to see, you don't think that's problematic at all. And you don't think that there was an issue with how you handled yourself in the elevator.
0: Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't know I can't believe I used to think Bow Wow was fine.
1: Girl, we used to think that Bow Wow was popping. I mean, that he was back in the day. Little Bow Wow, you just the do the way you move so fast across the floor. I don't
0: know. A part of me feel bad for him because I can't imagine him and Soulja had that same syndrome of like. Loki felt like the world owed him something because of what they did back in the day. Yeah, so,
1: making it seem like they paved the way for other people and we should well, consider Soulja them being relevant. Social Boy did kind
0: of pave the way for these ringtone rappers and stuff, so I'll give him that. I don't even know what Bow I did. I just know he was rapping from a young age. Everybody thought he was cute. He got older. And then it's like the older he got, I don't know if it's just that the content wasn't matching or if like people just kind of got over him. hmm But he ain't never really been able to recover past, like, the the late 2000s. So,
1: But I just feel like if he would have just, you know, perfected his craft and really, you know, try to reinvent himself, that he could have had a long and prosperous career other than all this mess that he's doing right now.
0: Or maybe people can't see him past being a little bow-wow. I mean, he already short. It's not (laughs) like he changed much outside of getting a little bit taller so I don't even know what more he can do because even when he tried to change up his sound and stuff people still wasn't really buying his music so
1: but I still want to go back to this point of what he said about Sierra Some. something like he had her first or something or mm-hmm. like he did it first something I'm, like that I really want to understand why men feel like they need to continue to objectify women like that or to show that there's a sense of entitlement like yeah, she popped right now, but let's not forget, I used to have her and all that type of stuff, and I'm really, I'm really trying to understand, like, what does that do for them and their ego, and, like, what does that do for men in general for the need to feel like you can come out and say something like that? Because then Ray J say something about Kim, like, I hit it first or something like that? Mm-hmm. He did. But, like, does that even matter? When you look at the lives that these women have now, I mean, obviously you didn't do anything right, because she's blossoming now. I don't know what his point was.
0: It's just bow wow, being bow wow, being a lame, acting like a lame. That's what my brother called him, a lame.
1: And I'm like, you know what? That's right. You're right. He's the true Elaine. definition of a lame. And
0: like he don't know how to mind his business he has to be you have to look at him like if he, he's like a pick me type nigga like you have to look at him hear him see him and he ain't got a pot to piss in so it's just i wish he would invest in some stuff you know flip the little bit of money that he do have and and put some put in some stocks and like open some businesses like but know you know
1: what? Me. I'm not totally shocked because then Jermaine Dupree, his whole mentor and like the person who discovered him, come out and just say something reckless about female rappers and just basically saying that oh, they're yeah. strippers, they're turned rappers. So this was somebody that Little Bow Wow here grew up with throughout his, you know, impressionable ages of life. Those teen years, those little boy to teen years, and now he a man. When you look at both of them, they are the exact same person. It's just that Jermaine Dupree is like, I don't know, how old is he? 50-something? I don't know. No, he's not 50, probably 40. I'm sorry. Well, not really sorry. Uh, and then you look at Bow Wow. So, when I look at what Jermaine Dupree was basically saying about all the new female rappers on the scene or whatever like that, and I look at Bow Wow actions, I'm like, I'm not completely shocked because literally that's probably who he grew up with and that's probably where all of his Ideologies and attitudes towards women stem from, mm-hmm. and I was just blown. I was really blown at the Jermaine Dupri come in because I was just like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, because just... I thought that was cloud chasing too. Like you just looking to try to stay relevant.
0: Uh, if anything, it was just it was a poor reflection on him as a as somebody who's writing for like Mariah and Usher and is like. A producer and he's in the industry, he should know better than to make statements like that and to group everybody into one. It's like, you're in the industry. You should know any and everybody who out there rapping. Like, the people who ain't been discovered, the people who have been discovered. Right. And past the Cardi B's and the Nicky's and the Megan Thee Stallions, they get the most attention. Like, it's a vast number of female mm-hmm. rappers out here now that you can point to that are spitting. And Cardi B pointed them out. You got the Rhapsodies. You got the Tierra Wax. Mm-hmm. You got the no names. You got um hey, who else rapping? They can really speak. Malibu Mitch, you got a whole bunch of girls is out rapping now. Even Doja Cat, Rico Nasty, like you got plenty of girls who out here rapping now and not talking about they pussies or that as he would say, or they box, or it's not stripping music. And cry E B and them stuff really ain't stripping music. Like Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. She was just once
1: a stripper who had a profession, as that and decided that she wanted to be a rapper.
0: Yeah, who cares what Jermaine thinks?
1: It's exactly. It's like who cares what what Bow had to say about Sierra?
0: Because this is really
1: living her best life right now. Yeah, yeah, she is, and he is struggling, obviously. So, what's the next thing? I guess if we want to just shift over to problematic people, Nicole Murphy.
0: Yeah, I lost a lot of respect
1: for her this week. I really did. Okay, so take me through your thought process when you first saw, like the picture of the hairline or something before you know it was brought back that uh, he wasn't a family friend or that she no, because the first when she first when it first broke out she said that this was just a friend of the family and this was a friendly kiss. Then came back and was like, I apologize, this kiss was, you know, inappropriate. He's a married man, blah, blah, blah. So when you first saw it, what did you think when she said it's just a friend of the family and this is how we friendly greet each other?
0: I was just like, you would have been better keeping your mouth shut because what you said makes entirely no sense. Like, if y'all family friends, a family friend is like, I know your wife. I've been around your kids. I know mm-hmm. you guys extensively. So, if you cool with them, or you cool with Lila, like, you think it's okay to kiss her husband in broad Daylight where anybody can see. And it just be friendly. Like, they didn't look friendly. You got on a bathing suit. He looked like he was naked underneath that towel. Yeah.
1: It's
0: like, I liked her from Hollywood Exes because she's she's pretty, you know, she seemed like a sensible woman, She seemed like a nice person. When these pictures mm-hmm. come out, I'm like, because at first, you don't really know the situation. We don't know if Antoine and Fuqua, and we didn't know if they were separated or divorced, so you can only go off appearances, but it looked like he was cheating on his wife. And mm-hmm. unless you, like, I mean... I don't know how many people knew that he was married or that he was married to Leela Rashawn. Like I knew that, but I don't know how many people knew. So maybe to a random nobody, it seemed like nothing. But then when you get into like the details of like she posted back in February a picture them together, so they're still married in 2019. And then knowing and finding out she's a friend of the family, so she knows them and she would do some devious shit like that. And then to top it off, you got Terrain and Brad coming out.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot. About well, that.
0: She slept with my husband too when I was married to him. And the brat backing her up saying that she got text messages and all this stuff that can prove that she was fucking around with her man too. So I'm like, damn Nicole like you come out with another apology saying you feel bad because you know what it's like to be cheated on and I'm assuming she was talking about Eddie cheating on her or something like that. But I'm just like, why would you do some shit like that? And the lady has lupus. Lula Rashawn has lupus. And so that. she's sick. That's why her weight is... Why she's gaining weight over the years. And people are going in on her saying, well, if she had just kept herself together. Maybe he wouldn't have cheated. But no, 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 no. Because he has two kids outside of their marriage. <gasps> yes. Oh, so, so he's they've a married 20 years, offender. Exactly. So she's been, in a way, dealing with this behavior for years. Because he has a child that he had before her. They got married when they were in their 30s. And they have two kids together. And then he had two kids... <sighs> In the midst of their 20 year marriage, that he's not taking care of or paying child support for, so this isn't new behavior. And so, like, regardless when she was skinny and in her prime or where she is now, he does not care. So, weight is not a factor in how you can get cheated on. Because, look at Beyonce, like, I hate to bring her up, but look at her, and Jay-Z still cheated on her. So, I don't like that. People I mean, are trying it's a to... lot of
1: people that we can look at. Paula Payton, what I'm saying, Lala. I'm just saying,
0: like. It doesn't matter. Like, people think that, oh, I got to keep myself up to keep a man. That does not matter. Me or what she, regardless. You can be the baddest thing walking this earth. Mm. Look at Halle Berry. You can be the baddest thing walking this earth, and dudes will still cheat on you. Because mm. appearance is like... Trash. Puss- pussy don't have a face, honestly. It doesn't. So, appearances don't mean anything. So, it's like, here he is out here cheating on his sickly wife. She done deleted all her social media. Oh, I don't my. know what she's going through. I'm sure she's upset, because it's one thing because we didn't know about the kids like that's something you could easily cover up but to be publicly humiliated and then you're sick and your weight is not the best so everybody is criticizing how you look and it's almost well they are not blaming you for this it's like
1: did he ever come out and say anything
0: no, no he hasn't and the thing is is that everybody is pointing fingers in the cold but no one has really went in on him like that
1: it's always the woman, the other yes. woman that they
0: go in on. Once again, the man escapes judgment. It's like it's Lila' fault for because she ain't skinny enough and pretty enough and in shape, and it's Nicole' fault. But no one is placing blame on Antoine and his fuckboy behavior. Hey, so he sad. ain't even cute. He's not even all that cute. I'm like Lila, you. I don't know how you did it, but you could do so much better. Honey. That is like, so sad. You could really. I really want her to divorce him, take him for everything he worth. And then lose that weight if she wants to, to show him how bad of a bitch she is. Cause she was that bitch back in the day. Lena Rashawn was really, really pretty. I
1: know, especially mind. in Waiting Hell.
0: That and um when fools fall in love. I don't know if you've seen that movie with Halle yeah, Berry. Yeah, but um yes. what was that doing with Le- Was it Lorenz Tate. I don't remember I saw him. What he was the was singer. guy they
1: was trying to portray?
0: I don't remember the singer's name. Oh, I just know it was Lorenz Tate. It was Billica Fox, Halle Berry, and Leela Rashawn. Frankie. And his name was Frankie. Yeah, it was Frankie. Yeah, so. Um, okay. Yeah, it was. Because they were all married to him and they were mm-hmm. all trying to figure out who was going to get his money, right?
1: Mm
0: hmm. And I, I forgot how it ended, but it was entertaining to see like, them all fight over. I think
1: like all of them got in cahoots together when they was going through the court and the trial and stuff. And... I don't remember. They were supposed to all get the money or something like that, but one lady was like, "If y'all, I'm gonna take all the money." I think that's what happened, or it was the other way around. I
0: don't know, but I just, I just know in her prime she was a very beautiful woman. So I just, and it's sad now because she has lupus. It's like you can't help that. And I know people say the medicine, certain medicines can yeah, have you gaining is a weight. Lot.
1: It's so lot. Yeah,
0: because you're taking different medicines and some of them have steroids, so they make you gain weight. It's just like it's sad that, and she's 55. It's sad that she has to go through it now with all the other
1: stuff Ooh, she didn't I'm upset they need to go after him
0: yeah I just you know I'm like Nicole I don't honey I don't know how you but gonna to this but to hear that is. this is
1: not Nicole's first you know run around with you know messing yeah. with a married man that's unfortunate
0: yeah. and yeah. to
1: know that she's been cheated on before I guess by Eddie yeah. Murphy I don't know if that's what she was insinuating Yeah it's 'cause like I girl
0: her that's people. The only people. Way. That's the only person I could see because they were married for like 13 years and they had five kids. Hmm. And like her and Michael Strahan didn't date and weren't weren't engaged for that long. So uh. I don't know if that's what she's talking about. But I'm like, damn, Nicole, I really liked you. Like it's it's like you would have been but off just shutting your mouth or just coming out first with an apology, like instead of saying, Oh, that's just how we greet each other. No, Mm-mm. really? 'Cause when I greet family friends, I just shake their hands or I just wave. I don't go tongue kissing them. Right.
1: It may just mouth. be the most PG hug, fake hug ever, if that. So you You, you know when you just, sh- just do the slight double tap on the back, like, Oh, how you yeah. doing? You just do a quick double tap, like, all right, stop hugging me now. She should have just sat there and ate her food. <laughs> or just
0: That's what it was. Whew.
1: Oh gosh! Cause that, uh, that first
0: response was dumb as fuck. I was oh like, my God. "Hold on, girl." Now you should know better than that. You really should, but oh well. Maybe she just panicked and was like, "I'm a." She just said the first thing that came out of her mouth, as if it was gonna make sense.
1: Really, social media has gave like has given people vomit mouth, where they just feel like they the first thing they got to do is come out and say something. Hmm. Like, if honestly, if everybody had, like, their personal PR person, or like, a publicist. Oh, and Olivia
0: Pope and Olivia Pope or something. Everybody
1: needs an Olivia Pope, okay? Put her in your back pocket. No, literally put her inside your brain, okay? So, whenever you just feel the urge that you need to say something, let her check you first. Let or her go whatever. through it and do crisis management on yourself first. Or whoever is Beyonce publicist. But Beyonce don't really do much
0: for her publicist
1: to have to Jump exactly but her publicist has in. recently came out and said okay Beehive y'all need to calm down because yeah. Beyonce is not about all this hate that y'all spilling out in these comments and stuff so chill out there was one thing I thought that her publicist came out and actually said on behalf of Beyonce yeah so oh well I hope Lila Rashad divorced him I hope yes, she don't forgive
0: him he again help,
1: emotional help and emotional support that is needed to leave him. I don't know
0: how many, I don't know how old their kids are, but I'm sure it'll be easy for her to get spousal support and hopefully child support. I would hope so. Because this is like blatant evidence. It's like you can't. But then it's like, my thing is if she didn't leave him after two kids outside the marriage, will this really
1: help get him, usher him out the door? Like I have no idea. But maybe that's But see I feel like that's a whole conversation within itself like the willingness of women that forgive and can easily forgive and like but but I want to understand is it really forgiveness or is it just acceptance? So I don't really know. Like are you just accepting his behavior and you're comfortable yeah. with him and you don't think that you want to move forward or are you truly forgiving him and it's just like, you know what? I'm going for- I'm going to work through this. I forgive him. He won't do it again. Da-da-da-da.
0: Yeah. Like I could forgive cheating, but I can't forgive two outside babies and that type of public humiliation. Ooh. And like I said, like I'm sure he was cheating. Like apparently they was only together a year before they got married. Hmm. So they didn't know each other that long to be even jumping into a serious commitment like that anyway. And then, ain't no telling how much other cheating he did before the other two outside babies, those just helped get him caught up and just prove like, okay, you obviously irresponsible and you cheating and you just don't give a fuck because now you out here fucking with no condoms and you got two kids from it that you're not taking care of. Mm -mm. Who raised y'all? So, I guess he got five Very kids. True. Just two with her. Oof, the embarrassment. The disrespect. We pray for you, Leila.
1: That's really sad. I hate to, it is. Yeah, I hate to see stuff like that. Yeah, it is. I say another thing that I hate to see:
0: cultural appropriation.
1: Girls, <laughs> let me tell you, when I saw, when I first saw, like, the headline of the article, Like, I think in real time, before everybody was like, girl, what? What are you doing? When I read it, I was like, how is it that this white woman invented a satin wrap for you to sleep in? And I was like, is she talking about a bunny? And then when I saw that it was $98, I was like, I got to read this. I really got to understand exactly where she is coming from. And it's like blatant to me it's blatant ignorance for one but I don't want to say it's complete ignorance on her behalf because I know for a fact I know for a fact that somebody in her circle was like girl you know they already got this right and it only costs $5 or something but then I also feel like it's just a blatant disrespect for like you know other people's cultures other people you know like even the whole situation that we're going through right now We are potentially looking at changing the name of our podcast because what? We don't want to sound like everybody else, correct? Yeah. Why is it that she is literally trying to create an entire business that other black women have already started? And then some people saying like, oh, but y'all satins ain't organic and all 100 percent silk and all organic. Girl, that's what her whole thing is. She said that her satin scarf or the silk scarf, whatever, is a hundred percent organic. These and ain't I'm, vegetables. But she was like, Alpha "It's not babies. made from synthetic fibers and fabrics and all that type of stuff like that." Pause. My whole thing is, y'all got Toya right. That's uh, around here with her and her baby Rain. Rain got the kids' bonnets. Toya got her own bonnets. They look nice. I think Terry Roman. Roman got bonnets. She got a whole there fucking are... series off of bonnets. Off a bunny, so you really gonna come out here and say that you invented something? And then the fact that the media catches wind of stuff like this, and again say that the white culture invented something. They did the same thing with do rags, they did the same thing with braids, they did the same thing with bobby pins. When all these three (laughs) things that I just named, if we were to walk out their door today and try to try to go somewhere, we would be looked at differently yeah we'll be called ghetto we'll get all mm-hmm. type of derogatory things thrown on top of us just based on stuff that inherently it is within our culture like that's and just this and that shit
0: that shit at the store combined is like five ten dollars that's what
1: i said like
0: and you like, really what?
1: don't girl and then i just went on her website to you know just do some more research so i was like i really can't believe this and i hate that i'm even like you know Perpetuating the whole thing and giving her clips and views on her website or whatever, but she's also like when you first get on her website, it's a black woman that has a that <laughs> has a bunny on. But I, I, I want to preface this with I don't. I, she looks mixed to me she doesn't look mixed she her like is very ambiguous she looks ambiguous to me first of all and i was just like did you really just find one token black person to on your website yeah. to, like to try to say that oh but she's black and she's okay with it so why can't everybody be okay with it? and then is i gonna saw get them with the this ad- one yeah and then how she puts it on it literally makes no sense she basically puts it over her complete head because it has an opening at the top. She pulls it all the way up, put all her hair inside of it, and then just ties a bow. And then like that keeps it or whatever. Then run. got the nerve to sell a scrunchie, a silk scrunchie, for like fifty eight dollars or something. <laughs> a scrunchie. Who buys this? Like, Girl, why would you? You really have lost your mind. And then so they, why read, they buy this. I don't know who's buying it. I need to see. The return of investment. I need oh to god. see everything. What if the white woman at like, your job be
0: like, "Destiny, oh my god, I just got this new nightcap <sighs> for ninety eight dollars, and it's literally,
1: listen, it's to doing me. wonders for listen, my hair." Listen to me. I will lose my job. <laughs> I will lose my mind. I know I would because, and when I first saw it, it's just so infuriating because it's just like literally we cannot have anything for ourselves and then when we do try to brand it we try to market it we try to support and build these black businesses of the things that we already have we don't get the support we don't get the brand recognition we don't get the media recognition of all of these things because a lot of people kept coming in and said well Maybe if y'all wasn't so uh, worried about how other people keep taking our culture and putting a price tag on it, maybe y'all would do the same. And I'm like, there are countless women, especially Black women, who are entering themselves within this beauty industry and literally creating all of these brands and products catered to Black women. The only thing is, you have like these big conglomerates, ugh, I feel like I said that wrong, or like these big beauty brands and different things like that, that... A either won't buy them or purchase them to like give them that equity, you know, on a broader scale, or B you have own your own black people that won't even support them. Yeah, you would know because you work in the beauty industry, so. exactly. So it's just like, how can y'all really say that when at the end of the day, y'all not even supporting y'all own people, y'all not supporting black women in their black businesses. Some of us are, but majority of us with the type of buying power that we have as blacks within this country no y'all could do way better we could all do way better hmm. hell i will buy a silk bunny if you know what next time i go buy a do-rag i'm gonna make sure to it's bought from a black owned person online or something because i definitely go to the little the little hair store down the street and buy my do-rags but i don't know where those do-rags are from Mm-hmm. I know they're out there because when I look on the little barbershop connect Instagram page or like different people that have waves and stuff it's mm-hmm. definitely dudes that's out there selling wave brushes and um wave caps and different stuff like that so I know they're easy to find I just want everybody to do the same thing and I'm tired of people saying that well y'all shouldn't be so mad at white people for putting a price tag on our culture when we don't even try to sell and do well within our own culture which is totally some of good, y'all gotta, gotta stop me. being so passive about this shit it's like it's why always the are y'all same so about it? Like, why are you so the passive? When if y'all would do the same thing, shut up, shut, <laughs> shut, shut the hell up, shut the hell
0: up. Uh, what are you doing other than complaining to us about how we need to do better?
1: Exactly.
0: I bet you Nothing. ain't buying none of these products. You probably be the main one buying that white lady product. Because I feel like people think when something has a bigger price tag, on it that it's nicer, that it's better quality, and it's not always the case. Them same on brand fruit snacks tastes just as, as good as them great value ones. There's Girl. really no difference other than a tag. So it's like, we gotta get out of that mentality. And I agree with you. I don't have shit to add. I was just like, and I just, here on we go whim, again. Another on the whim,
1: I was like, you know what, let me just go look at Toya Wright profile. like me, mean, her website on her bunnets. And right now, priced at $30. Okay. Let me just read up on it so I can't I I really shouldn't even have to do nothing like that. I shouldn't. Oh my god, they have do-rags too. Our one hundred percent silk bonnet. See? One hundred percent silk. Other girl, I don't even know the name of her company, whatever that BS is called. I'm talking about something, it's organic one hundred percent silk.
0: Okay, what the fuck so is organic
1: silk? <laughs> I'm confused. I I thought organic just was for food, bro. No, it could be for like, I guess, fabrics and textiles and stuff like that, too. I'm guessing. I think this, yeah, some stuff can be like adulterated or whatever, like that. Like, you can say that you have cotton, a cotton shirt. When you look at the tag, it's like 50% cotton and like 50% something else. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, Becky. And then Tora, not Tora, Toya's also have like the little bedazzle stuff on it. Like, they cute. Mm-hmm. They cute.
0: Yeah. They're Smooth lady surface
1: shit. can help reduce friction on your hair which often causes damage and split ends. Literally that other lady website says the same thing. Toya even has a baby bunny and it is the cutest thing ever. So, I'm I'm done with all of this. Y'all, all y'all can go have several seats over there Within the media and the white industry that continues to just appropriate people culture and make money off of it, y'all can have several seats.
0: And really, it's not a bonnet that she's selling, it's really just a, a expensive do rag because the way you described it and the way it looked and the way you post a tie it, it sounds like a do rag. <laughs> so the niggas really <laughs> should be outraged at the gentrification of
1: one of them. I mean, it's not necessarily, it doesn't look like a do rag. But it another to thing. Me. Another thing that I saw, not to keep just going in on this uh, this topic, but there was this one video that I saw where, like, women, like, Black women, took, like, the historical land space of, like, why Black women used to wrap their hair. Yeah, it was and slavery. It was because, it yeah, there. and it was because, like, when we were over there in Africa, before we were brought over here into slavery, your hair distinctively placed you within, like, Africa or like within your village or tribe like based on your hair you can know like where that person was from or something like that but as soon as you came over to like the United States or whatever with slavery like they said as the slave masters wanted you to like cover your hair and like a lot of times women just uh resulted to like either braiding their hair or they would just wear a cover over their hair like a, like a wrap it looks like a bunny it definitely looks like a bunny and you just wrap it up that way And that was for them to protect their hair when they was, like, out there in the fields and different things like that. Or the slave master was like, I don't want to see your hair. You need to cover it up. So it's like, for her to take something like that and now to, like, put a dollar sign on it for herself, it's just like, girl, it's gone somewhere. Just gone somewhere. Mm -hmm. That was problematic as hell.
0: Okay, can we talk about Megan and Salia's knees? This is brief. Okay, what is what are we? What's wrong with her knees? Does she nothing? Something? They're made of vibranium because <laughs> Sis <laughs> has a video that she put out when she was on stage and she's like squatted down and just started like twerking and like you know how girls be flapping they, they legs open and closed? like you have to see it to understand because everybody in the comments was like, "Damn, my knees not made that great," or. Damn, like oh. what kind of knees you got? Go on her Instagram real quick and just look at the video. Just do it real quick so you can see what I'm talking about. Cause I'm like, bro, you got knees made of vibranium. Like, wow, y'all about to get other...
1: my... y'all are about to get my initial reaction to this because I haven't
0: seen it. it's crazy. I'm like, damn, Megan, you are really what? Into shit. What does
1: she look like? She got does on she lime, lime on...
0: green. She on stage. She got okay. on lime green and some knee length, some knee high boots.
1: I have so many questions.
0: Freak, freak, freak nasty. How, Sway? How? House. That's what I'm saying. Them knees, bruh. Somebody said her <laughs> knees built for it, too.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have so many questions. Paper, first of all, I know y'all see the heels this girl got on, these boots. Mm-hmm. Those ain't no little, that ain't no little heel on
0: no boot, first of all. Every time I squat, my knees crack. Like, it's hard <laughs> to get back up. Another
1: thing, her balance is out of this this world the control Mm -hmm. in her legs and her Mm -hmm. muscles Mm -hmm. out of this world y'all talking about the knees i'm looking at physics of the gravitational pull of the earth everything like how is she able to just balance because i honestly feel like majority of the work right now is in her her lower leg and her feet
0: Listen, that's the knees arc. is
1: just half the battle. To me, the knees is half of the
0: battle. True, but when you been the knees go is what's gonna start burning first. And that's how you like the knees burn when you squat so for so long. So that's why I'm just like I don't know how she did that for so long and with the extra movement in I her ass and her my, muscles. I always feel like hamstring. I just I just <laughs> think that she is a hero and we should respect this, her and we should respect, we should respect all the other women. We should respect all the other women who, you know, can do shit like that, like strippers, like like I literally, after that, it's somebody a form of a athleticism. Video, it is. I was looking at FKA Twigs and she does pole dancing. Mm-hmm. Yo, the shit that she can do, she can literally do a whole split sideways on the pole. And wow. she can twirl while she's doing it. Like, FKA Twigs is like a beast. And I'm just like, how do you do that? How do your muscles, like it just looks so effortless. I'm just like, really, y'all need to put respect on strippers' names. Women can really do a lot of shit. A lot yeah, of I was gonna shit. say,
1: y'all just need to put respect on women,
0: period. We can, we can birth babies. We can, we can do, do shit all. like that. Okay. Like, I, I just, I'm just like, Megan, Megan is the shit, bro. I was like, wow, like, my knees, as soon as I've been down, I'm like, it's time to get right back up. We can't stay out here for like 0.5 seconds because my knees, it just you not see, made for I shit just like that.
1: that. I just think that Megan... It's just so positive. And I feel like her needs are the way that they are because she minds her business and she just puts out positive vibes to everybody. And I just feel like if, if we all could just do that, then our needs would be just as strong as Megan's. If we could A, mind our business, and B, just give out positive vibes, then C, our needs would be built for it tough.
0: Oh, and that's my TED Talk. The universe and Mother Nature is what's keeping her knees yes. from burning. Yes. And the ancestors as well. Because <laughs> she's you not
1: problematic. Brought in, problematic. I said the ancestors she's <laughs> ancestors ancestors. not problematic. I mean, so yeah, she's she not ain't. problematic. And she's also for climate change, you know, getting y'all aware about that. Didn't she do like a hottie cleanup or something? Yeah. Like a month ago. She's mm-hmm. just, to me, just an all around good person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm like, God bless you and your knees, honey.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the art form right there. I don't. know. Yeah, that. that is, that is, that is. And as far as the grandmas' best potato pies, you know those videos we've been watching with the dudes and the barbecue, and then the mom mm-hmm. and the what was? Was it this some savage grandmamas on there? How old were they? Oh, these grandmamas? It, was, it was. Could you they tell? Young. They didn't look that old. They look hella young. What's like, young? My mom is in her fifties and she's a grandmother. She's in her early fifties, and my mom don't even look fifty. So you had women that look like that in there. But, like, they need... To, listen, before you start, they I need... Already, to, I already added them about peach cobbler. I
1: already was like, Coco, okay. butter, when y'all gonna do peach cobbler? Because they, they did sweet potato pie. Please do peach cobbler. You know what I'm waiting on? I'm waiting on somebody grandma to do peach cobbler and to just throw everybody off. She brings ice cream. And well, puts the ice cream
0: on top
1: of the peach cobbler.
0: One lady in the video, she add, like, caramel to her sweet potato pie. Like, she... If you want it sweeter, you can do like a little drizzle, or you can put it on the side. You, you just have to watch it because it was funny. Like, I mean, you can watch it now if you wanted to because it's probably going to be a short episode. But it's like, it's, it's just was the, anybody being the one about shady? chicken. There was one grandmother who was like,
1: trash. Kept saying, none of, everybody
0: else. None of it was sweet. She was like, Where's the cinnamon? Where's the nutmeg? Where's the sugar? And then when they got to the her pie, they
1: was like, it was trash? It's always it's it is literally (laughs) every single person that hates on somebody else is literally the worst person. And this on those videos, this in society, this in everything. And I don't understand why those people be
0: the way that they are. They was like, bruh, they was like they gave her her score was a three or like a two point. Like somebody gave her a one, somebody gave her a point five, and somebody else gave her some. I can't remember, but they was either laughing. Where she was like, one lady was like, my mama always told me if I ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And basically, they went back and they did a flashback to what she said she put in there. And she put liqueur, like 50, 40, 45% liqueur in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she kept complaining about everybody else's not having sweetness or nutmeg or cinnamon. And I'm like, but you got
1: liquor in yours. Why does she feel the need to put that in there? And it's,
0: you got so much liquor in it that it don't taste like a pie. It tastes like a spiked sweet potato like
1: and i'm sure that does not taste good okay i just looked at the first five seconds no 10 seconds of it and whoever this lady is she said i just want to say and i'm not trying to be shady that whoever made this honey you need your grandma your grandma card snatched back
0: which one was the one with the shirt hair and the fro it's kind of like yes. it a short fur. Yeah, yes. see, i thought she was gonna be the one like that lady from the chicken video but she was actually one of the nicest ones. She was really nice. Okay. Like she gave people their props. Like for the first two pies, she was like, "This looks really good," and she gave them like high scores. But, pff, yo, it's the lady who made the worst pie that was doing a lot of shit talking. Damn. A- Are
1: a- you gonna watch it? No, I'm gonna
0: watch it later. Do you want me to watch it now? I mean, you could, because like I said, this episode gonna be short. It's like what two more topics left? Okay. Okay. Um, I know you wanted to talk about the Trump and Baltimore comment. Okay. And I'm not really sure what's going on, so you're gonna be educating me as well. So
1: Okay, so Trump took it upon himself again to make a tweet or a series of tweets. Um, in particular this time it was about um representative Elijah Cummings from mm-hmm. Baltimore. And I guess Elijah Cummings had said something about how we need better, um, sanitary conditions within those camps the detainment mm-hmm. um the detention centers or wherever they're keeping the um the latinx uh people or the people that's trying to come over from you know just mm-hmm. at the border so donald trump gets on twitter and basically says that elijah cummings needs to focus on his own district within baltimore because, honestly, the condi- the conditions that we have at those camps at the border are better than the conditions that are in Baltimore because they are infested with rats and such and such. It is literally the worst place in America, and nobody should want to live there. Hmm. It's basically what he said. So, I saw... So, I clicked on like one of the little articles about it, whatever, and there was one girl who's black that like speaks on Fox News or something like that and she was basically taking them through the neighborhood of West Baltimore mm-hmm. where like it was a lot of trash and alleys and stuff like that blah 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 and I was like okay I can understand that but then a, a lot of other people coming in and it was like okay that's one part of Baltimore we all however are very proud of Baltimore um, we take great pride in where we come from this that and the third like it was a lot of back- backlash going towards trump i mean obviously he's problematic mm-hmm. so it's not just that he's problematic he's a bigot he's racist it's just he's just horrible he's just a horrible person plain flat out so one of the um, cnn um commentators or reporters that is on cnn uh his name is victor i'm trying to think of his last name he's black right i saw him he yeah his name emotional. is victor his name is Vic- victor blackwell Because he actually grew up in Baltimore and more specifically West Baltimore, where like a lot of those were the district of um, representative commons like overseas or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was just basically he read Trump at the beginning and just Mm -hmm. said that why is it that every time that he talks about places where people of color come from, he likes to label them as an infestation. He always Mm -hmm. picks the same type of verbiage and the same type of communication when he speaks about those places or the rhetoric of go back to where you came from. Like when he talked about the four um, congressmen or whatever Mm -hmm. and told them like, why don't y'all go back to y'all crime infested uh, areas and this and the third when actually three of them are actually born in America, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he now talks about Baltimore saying that... um, they should spend more time in that rat-infested place and all that type of stuff. So at the end of him reading him and just saying that this rhetoric is completely dangerous, it makes us seem like we are the infestation, like Black people are the infestation or people of color are the infestation. And then towards the end, he got extremely emotional behind it because he was like, I'm from Baltimore. Like, you can't just say that about a place and then not have the people connected to what you're saying in some type of way and then you keep you know promoting this type of stuff and now you have other people who are just as ignorant as you trump thinking that well people of color only live in infest infested places or infested areas they found an old tweet where they said that he um said why would obama send ill-trained soldiers into Uh, Ebola infested Africa and all this type of stuff. It's just like he picks words where he tries to like really dehumanize people of color and like make them the lowest of the low. And what's interesting is today like the Baltimore newspaper the Baltimore Post or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. Basically read Trump for his life. And basically said that, well, you know what? I think it's better if we live amongst rats than to be a rat. Hmm. And they was basically saying, like, we were rather just, you know, be in b with Baltimore or in Baltimore in general, doing what we do, trying to take care of our community and trying to do the best that we can with what we have than to be you a rat to the United States of America. So now it's just a lot of people saying that we are Baltimore. Baltimore is great you should travel to Baltimore it's not what you think it is um but yeah but I just read a little insert from what they said from uh the paper so it says finally while we would not sink to name Colin in the Trumpian manner or ruefully point out that he failed to spell the congressman's name correctly it's Cummings not Cummings we will tell the most dishonest man to ever occupy the Oval Office, the mocker of war heroes, the gleeful grabber of women's private parts, the serial bankruptor of business, the useful idiot of Vladimir Putin, and the guy who insisted there are good people among murderous neo-Nazis that he's still not fooling most Americans into believing he's even slightly competent in his current post, or that he possesses Integrity. Better to have some vermin living in your neighborhood t- than to be one. And that's mm-hmm. basically how the newspaper ended <laughs> their whole read of Donald Trump. <laughs> we're him right, and we're everybody right who feels that way. And it's just, it's just annoying that we have to continuously live through stuff like this. And I'm really getting more fearful, fearful that he may be elected again.
0: Yep.
1: And it's really, really sad. Because another uh, good point that somebody brought up was all these Democratic um, candidates and stuff for president. Mm -hmm. They keep throwing out all these policies. They keep throwing out all these policies. What's one thing that Trump did that he promised to, like, all of his supporters? And, like, he did other than the whole tax reform thing. Like, they were saying that basically how the Democrats just keep talking about policies, keep talking about policies, keep talking about policies. Trump isn't even talking about policies anymore. He's really trying to just give his supporter side, like, the indication that I feel just how y'all feel about people of color, about these people that's coming to our country. Like, not even really doing the work that's needed to be a president, but just speaking mm-hmm. to his base. But instead, you got the Democrats that's trying to run their um, campaigns in a more traditional way, where now the game has completely changed. And it's not even about policies anymore. It's not even about what you really can do. It's about how good does he sound to those people that support him. (sighs) And they sit on that.
0: Um, Was there anything else that we needed to discuss? Mm-hmm. I know I said something about a movie, but I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you said anymore. I Am Mother. Because it wasn't, it started out with promise and it didn't deliver to what I thought
1: it was going to. So,
0: What was the movie at? It's on Netflix. It's been out since June. Uh-huh. It has Hillary Swank in it. And I don't know who the other character is. And I know the voice. Oh, the robot is played by Rose Byrne, which if you've seen Insidious 1 and 2, she mm-hmm. plays the mom in both of those. Um, but basically this robot has these embryos and she... They she, put embryos in a robot? No, this robot has embryos. Like she has oh. gazillions and millions of like embryos, like baby embryos. Mm-hmm. She puts them in this machine and they grow into a full baby. And she raises this human. Um, And to the human who ends up becoming like a teenager or a woman, because I can't really tell in the movie, she's under the impression that, like, everybody like her, all the other humans died from, like, a contagion outside in the real world. Mm -hmm. So um, she knows that her mom is a robot. She knows that she's human, that she's different. But the robot is training her to be, like, the perfect human. Like, Mm -hmm. From her brain to, like, her body type to, like, her morals and values. She's training her to be the perfect human. So then Hillary Swank comes along. she's like, runs up on the facility. And the girl, the daughter, lets her in because she's injured. And she's like, I don't know what that thing told you, but she's lying to you. Like, she does not care about you. She is the reason why my whole human race has been wiped out. Wow and so she stuck between her mom you know the robot and then hillary swank who was like you can trust me just believe me and like this is just from the trailer because i don't want to give it away for anybody that might be interested in watching but like what i thought was go- it was gonna turn out to be it's not really what it ended up happening towards the end of the movie so i'm a
1: little mm. was you disappointed Oh.
0: Yeah it was because I thought it was gonna be one way and it wasn't. I was kinda like, eh, this is not that great towards the end. So I'm just like, you know what? You can watch it if you want to. It has a nice little premise, but it just doesn't deliver like I thought. So it's called I Am Mother. It's been out since June seventh. So mm-hmm. it's there if you want to watch it. But yeah, I was like, I'm not. So, Speaking
1: of movies, I finally saw the Lion King. King. I was going to ask you about that. How was your experience? I saw it yesterday, and the one thing that I was trying to avoid is still happening because I told you that I wasn't trying to watch with nobody kids or, like, you know, I didn't want to hear mm-hmm. no extra noise while mm-hmm. I was trying to watch the movie. But um, I saw it um, within Adobe uh, Theater at the movies. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, all right, I want to hear the moving sounds. I want to hear, you know, the elephants. I want to hear the giraffes. I got to hear the stampede. I need to feel it. And then, of course, the bigger screen. And then, of course, I always pick my same seats. It's either, I'm not even going to tell y'all what my seats are because I feel like now I'm going to start going to the movies and everybody's going to try to sit in them seats. Anywho, I like to be dead center. Movie was good. Honestly, as soon, and I mean as soon as you hear, yeah like that at the beginning mm-hmm. something came over me and i was like i'm already gonna cry i'm gonna cry at the circle like why am i crying at the circle like but unseen was the most beautiful opening i know that like the opening the lion king is just it's just so much anyway and it's known for its opening but yeah definitely got emotional um they did definitely uh to me, the CGI didn't look bad. To me, I know a lot of people saying that you know the lions and the animals weren't as expression. Like you really can't see like a lion really smile, like them being sad or different things like that. And I think that's they're what, fucking lions. Like, they're real. Do you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saying what a live action remake
0: means. This is not a cartoon. They're taking actual lions who don't smile? <laughs> no lion smiles, you dumb fucks. <laughs> They're taking real lions and just making them talk. Like, what is wrong yeah. with y'all? Wait, did y'all have these same complaints about the Jungle Book? Honestly. No, did they? Ugh. I don't know. If like, they I don't even want to see this movie Book. like that, but y'all killing me with this oh, we all could have be been so much better if they had just... Somebody on the shade room took, like, steals from the movie and it added the, like, the cartoon expressions of the characters in the movie, and I'm
1: like, I saw it and I was like, but that's not what they trying to do here. That's I not understand. what they trying to convey. But what I liked about it was they took what animals would do in real life, I think, and they took how animals would move in real life. From what I'd seen on Animal Planet and all these uh, animal documentaries and stuff, I was like, you know what? I think a lion would move like that. I think a gazelle would move like that. It was just, it was, it was good. That to was me. the point. And that was the point. And that's why you need strong actors that can really voice those emotions that are trying to be conveyed, you know, within the animation. So, since you brought that up, Beyonce, how did she do? I think that Beyonce did well. And I'm not even trying to be biased because going in I was already a little iffy on it because I just think personally that, you know, I think my sis could use a little bit more acting classes and different things like that. I think that, you know, this is something that say- you have to craft. I will say
0: I heard the side of one clip where she was like, "Are you with me, Lions?" and I was like, Ugh. "Yeah, but she did well." More. I
1: think, but see, I feel that way about a lot of other people within that movie as yeah. well. I think that um, what's his name, John Oliver. I think John Oliver was well as Zazu, but I do think that he could have give me he could have gave me a little more of Zazu because mm-hmm. I remember Zazu just being like extremely uh, sarcastic, like there was some type of flamboyance to Zazu. Not really, but like I just wasn't feeling it from Mm -hmm. John Oliver. And who else did I want more from? I thought Simone and were were great. I think that the modern spin that they put on it was good. I think that young Simba, even though he did well, I could have got a little bit more from him as well. Mm -hmm. Especially on the scene where Mufasa died. Now, I will say though, when I heard young Simba start crying for the, the what does he say at the Mufasa die? Somebody! Anybody! Like, help! Like, he's asking mm-hmm. for help. One thing that young Simba, the voice actor, I can't think of his name right now, that he did really J.D. Well. McQuarrie. Yeah, J.D. McQuarrie. You did phenomenal. His voice cracked, y'all. Like, it sounded as if he was crying while he was asking for help. And when I say that that hit me, I was like, oh my god, I've seen Mufasa die so many times. But to hear his voice be like, somebody. (laughs) I was like, oh no. Please do not make me cry right now. But the lady next to me was definitely crying. She cried a couple of times (laughs) throughout the movie. But um, seeing Mufasa, I think they did Mufasa's death tastefully.
0: Okay, so is it just like the cartoon?
1: It's just like the cartoon. Okay. But the force that those wildebeests hit him with. Ooh. When I say that our seats jumped, like, the, the sound was so strong that it like jiggled our seat a little bit. I in each, each time, because you know he get hit a couple of times while he's down there with this stampede. He gets hit when he's trying to get Simba off the tree. Then he jump back up. Then while he got Simba in his mouth and he throws Simba up, he gets hit again. Mm. So each time that he got hit, I was like, oh my God. In the like to hear it. I was like, okay, that is a lot.
0: <laughs> and I know he like, traumatized. <laughs> girl, I
1: just, I just thought that was dark. Um, Has Jay then, seen it? I don't. Probably not. He's probably gonna yeah. take her, but um, I'm no, I know he's gonna take her. Gonna um, she just, I don't know. Jay may I also be in there rioting? Like, if that, if, I don't know. I just don't know what she Jay do. might laugh. I, she I, I don't what know that. what Jay gonna do. Jay, I don't know. This, that child is a whole other topic for another day. But another thing where I can really see where like this CGI was really effective in was when the Mm -hmm. lions were fighting. Mm, Okay, okay. Listen, they were scrapping. Okay, (laughs) and they even added a little bit more to Nala's Mm storyline. They talked about how Nala escaped. Where they showed how she escaped. Um, they show how, uh, Nala and, like, the head hyena had, like, this inner beef with each
0: other. Spoilers, by the way, because she showed did oh, say that she was going to so... give Nala
1: a whole life story. <laughs> just in case somebody want to watch the damn, <laughs> You know, a movie. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely, like, gave a little bit more on it. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say there were some parts where I feel like somebody could have, with all the voice ca- uh, actors, could have been like, okay, let's redo that with a little bit more of this. Let's redo that with a little bit more of that. But yeah, on Beyonce's part, yeah. Um, Did just you just the love story
0: between her and Childish oh, or between and Simba? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. and then like, you know in the original Lion King, where like when they sing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And mm-hmm. Nala does like their little look at Simba, like the sex for mm-hmm. her. I was mm-hmm. looking for it in this one and it wasn't really like a sex look but they did the camera did pan to Nala and how she was looking at him <laughs> but of course a lion can't show me that it wants to have sex like based on like mm-hmm. what the animation did mm-hmm. but um what about Scar? Also, I honestly I liked how they did Scar yes it was completely different from the first Scar who was a little bit more you know had a little bit more pizzazz in him and mm-hmm. was very like the whole be prepared song Mm-hmm. Had a little flavor to it. I just know that the original scar had flavor to him. hmm Now, this scar was dark. Mm-hmm. I heard. Like, something about him, like, just scared me. But something about him also told me that he was weak. Mm-hmm. And that he had been through something internally, Like, I was just like, oh, if Scar really had just went through therapy or something. He probably wouldn't be like this right now. But obviously, you can't do that. In I was just thinking like that. But um, extremely dark. How he did Simba again, just effed up. <laughs> it was just too much. Run, and, then, Simba, and, and never. Neva, retired. Okay, but Scar was scary. Like, okay, if, if Scar had told me to run, I don't think I would have came back either. Because he was scary. <laughs> But, um, and then how people said that they feel like Spirit shouldn't have been. So, a lady at work told me that I don't see how that song fit into the movie. I feel like Spirit should have been, uh, kept for Pocahontas because it's a Spirit. And I was like, okay, obviously you're missing the whole point of what Spirit means. If I ever knew a
0: fucking live-action, uh, Pocahontas movie, I'm gonna get get right the fuck out. No, I'm gonna cuss them the fuck out because... They, you don't think they should do one? No, because if they... First of all, the version they did, that's not what happened. Like, that's not... Pocahontas was a child when that dude was around. And then they ended up kidnapping her when she was around 16 and basically assimilating her into European culture. Changed her name. She had a baby with some white guy and married him. And then she died at an early age. And that man, her father, never saw her ever again. Ever again. So...
1: Okay, if you're gonna do right. a live
0: action, like the same way they do a Mulan, where they're going with the real actual story mm-hmm. and not the cartoon version, well, you need to do the Mulan movie. like That's you. what I'm do saying. That's why I said they need do to not... do it right. Well, honestly, I don't trust Disney because the way that they flip Pocahontas' story into that bullshit of her falling in love with some colonizer and trying to save his life. Well, no. they flipped so the Little don't.
1: Mermaid story too. I mean, story. But too. the Little Mermaid
0: is not. It's like a. It's like a fairy tale. Pocahontas yeah. was a real person, so it's like to take her story. And do it like that. Age her up and make it seem like she was capping for some some colonizer. Like y'all fucked up for this shit. So actually, don't don't do it at all.
1: Disney, don't do, don't do it.
0: Man. Let 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 somebody who is connected to her or like the Native the American family. community yeah, let them do that story. Don't don't do it because y'all already fucked it up by drama like cartoonizing it and like nah like nah. But go ahead, continue with what you were saying about the song.
1: So spoiler alert: Are you not gonna go see it?
0: Nah, probably
1: not. So they put Spirit, the song that Beyonce like did for the Lion mm-hmm. King, they put it when Simba was on his way back to Pride Rock. Okay. Back to the Pride Lands. A lot of people were saying that the song that should have been right there is Bigger, which is another song that she did on the whole Gift album. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like Bigger doesn't fit what the Lion King is trying to say because I honestly feel that Bigger is for Beyonce's kids because she's talking about legacy listen to mama I'm trying so hard to be a good wife I promised y'all I was gonna fight like I really feel like that's more personal way but spirit was literally about how Mufasa's spirit was within uh Simba and how that's really what brought him back home and how like all the great kings or, like within the stars, and they'll always be with you, and all that type of stuff. I definitely wait. Did they show that
0: scene where he talked to him in the clouds? They do that, girl.
1: Yes. Was it like Black Panther, like
0: when he went to that place and like it was all blue and purple and shit? Was it like that?
1: Remember in like Black Panther, it, it was. I know what you're talking about because the Black Panther, I think, took a scene from The Lion King and made theirs like this. Yes, and that
0: that scene is so pretty and powerful. And but like, yes.
1: But in Lion King, it was so pretty and so powerful First in the of all, same way. No one talks about how Black Panther and the Lion King are
0: literally like the same thing. It's just like I mean, some with people adults. did. Some people did. Just with human
1: beings. But well, yes, yes, they okay. did the scene, and the scene was really nice how they did it because you know, like it's thunder and Mufasa mm-hmm. talks through the thunder and the lightning and all that kind of stuff. And then, like when Mufasa's done talking to him, the sky basically clears up, and then the the light shines on Simba.
0: Mm, okay, Rafiki was good too.
1: Oh my god, Rafiki to me was the best. Was like the, to me the mm. best. That's the guy from
0: and Black I, Panther. That's the guy I, that, I that know, plays in I know, I uh, know. And I just so think that,
1: and I think that he did a good job of being Rafiki. What about Alfrey Woodard? Because she was surviving. Yeah, she did She did so Robbie well. She did her justice.
0: And how was the late, I mean, not the late, the great um, Mufasa? James Earl
1: Jones. Girl. Yeah. Only one thing that I'm disappointed in. <laughs> only one thing. That whole you deliberately disobeyed me. That part right there? Mm-hmm. It didn't give me the same you deliberately disobeyed me from the original Lion King, which I know it can't like be recreated in that way. But the way it stuck the first time, it didn't stick the the same in the remake. To me, it didn't. Why is he not in any of like the Prince? Girl, I don't know. They said that he just he said that he has other energy that he wants to do with his time and all that type of stuff. I my whole thing is how you gonna tell him that he need to go somewhere.
0: That's true. I just was wondering like why we didn't get to see him because it's not like like when this came out, I was a kid, so it was not like. I don't know if they did interviews back then, but, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's you different It would have been nice to hear it. Hear from him and how the second time around he's coming back to reprise his role and, like, yeah. what it means to give voice to a new generation of kids who didn't grow up on Lion King. So I just, I would love to hear I mean, And also hear how much that role means to him. So that's why I'm just, yeah. like, it's a little disappointed. But it's like, I get it. You're in your 80s. You came in there to do your job. You did it. And you, you should have it. to travel around the world and back again trying yeah. to promote it. Cause you're old, and I don't know what type. I don't know what that has on your body. Cause they be looking, even when I look at the other movies and the press because they have to do, they be looking so tired and be ready to just. It's go a lie. Yes, because all you do is and then you, all have, all to, day and you from have to and you have to talk about to it journalists over same and thing. over again. <laughs> and they ask the same questions, and they just be looking like, "Bro, if somebody could just please shoot me or get me the fuck out of here, I would just." And it takes the right interviewer to like really. Ask you different questions and get you, because most times they be fucking playing around in them interviews. They don't care. Like they just, they just don't want to answer the questions. And I'm just like, yeah. I would kind of hate to have that job because it's like I'm here to get you to answer questions that I know you don't feel like it because you're tired and you've <laughs> been sitting here a hard day, ask the same question over and over again. Yeah. But I would just love to hear his thoughts. So at least yeah. he's able to live long enough to do this, right? And we got we got him back. I wish they would have got Jeremy Irons back to play Scar, but it's
1: yeah, cool. That would have been nice to bring both of them back. And Whoopi as the hyena because... Yeah. But the hyenas were not even funny. They were uh, scary. Okay. Well... Like, they made that whole Scar and the hyena thing. Like, they had little jokes, but they were scary.
0: The other lady from Black Panther was the female hyena. Yes. She was scary. Y'all should have just brought the whole fucking Black Panther cast. She just, like, was. just bring them
1: back the business. And then I think I think people really need to put in perspective. Like, have you seen what a hyena looks like in, like, real life? Yeah, they're not that cute. They're not that cute, but they are huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, huge. And they really have laughs like that. Like, they're laughs yes. Like legit. Yes.
1: But I they legit. made the hyenas dark. They were just dark. Okay. The hyenas was trying to eat Simba and Nala up, like, for real.
0: It makes like, sense, because if you're gonna change
1: the tone of Scar, then you might as well just do it with the hyenas. Gotta change the too. Because, I mean, they had funny parts, but it was just like, nah, I still wouldn't F with them. Yeah, so. I'm
0: glad you enjoyed the movie, though. Like, you know, you yeah. and the rest of the four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds who... There was only one point
1: was. during Mufasa's scene where someone like just kept making noise or like talking or like making like outbursts and stuff a child I think I don't know if it was a child or not Um, but when Uh I looked and I saw who it was I was like okay maybe this person has disabilities or you know like you know like maybe they are on the spectrum or something like that but so you don't know if it was a
0: child if you saw them it wasn't a kid
1: I don't know her age
0: but I'm saying, age. was she a kid I don't, or was she, it a girl? No, she
1: person? wasn't. No, she wasn't like five or six or something like that. I want to say like she oh, like a okay. teenager or like the early twenties or something like that. But I soon realized that she couldn't control it, mm-hmm. and you know, the lady next to me was like, "Should we go complain?" da da. And I was like, I feel I would feel bad if somebody mm-hmm. went and complained on her, like or said something that she was disrupting the movie. Because it's like and then uh, somebody else was like, But we're trying to enjoy our movie too. And my whole thing is, okay, who's to say that she doesn't have the same liberties that we have? Like just because she has a disability, she should be able to enjoy like you know, the Lion King as well. She should be able to enjoy it out of like her house and should be able to experience an Adobe Theater just like we are. Just because she has disabilities doesn't mean that she can't be here. So I think somebody next to them told them that it was disrupting the movie or whatever like that. So um, they like the family moved closer to the front. And then through the rest of the movie, I didn't hear her anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Because like the part where I could really hear her, it was during the whole stampede and Mufasa's death. And it was like not necessarily taken away from the movie, but it was just like, okay. I'm really trying to like immerse myself <laughs> into this experience and I just can't.
0: What was she doing? Like she was making comments or she was just making noises? No, she was just making noises. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe. I feel like if it's that she yeah. probably couldn't help herself. That's, so what I, I I, that's, that's what I was thinking
1: too. That was fair tonight, call because I'm like, that's different yeah, than like somebody was just like, being, like I was, talking I was through the movie. There, I was sitting there hoping like, somebody, please don't go get them. Don't go Don't go get the movie data people. Please don't go get them. Because it's going to be a because whole other situation. Y'all really ex- ex- not exactly, be able to there. Yes. And then it's just the fact like she has the right to be here just like we do, and we can't like stipulate on who can be in here and who can't just based on you know a disability or something. Yeah, but yeah, the movie's great. I'm
0: probably I gonna, don't know see if I'm gonna see it. I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the movies. I might if I just if if it's a Tuesday and I'm like yeah I'm free and it's you know it's five dollars on Tuesdays. Then i will be like I'll just sit in there and watch it because I don't I don't want to be in there with a lot of people to be honest. I'm just—I don't feel like I need to go see this movie. It was good, but okay. I was—I was excited at first. No, I'm not saying because I don't think it's not good. Mm-hmm. I, I hear it's just like the cartoon. I just don't feel like the urge to get up and spend my money on this movie is there. Like, oh, I had a gift card. <laughs> okay, well, like I said, if I want to go, it's gonna be on a Tuesday when it's five, like five dollar chicken. Yeah. So that's I'm just like, and if not, I just wait to see it when it come on TV. I haven't even seen the live action Jungle Book, so. The only live action I've seen is Cindy- Beauty and the Beast and um, what is it called? Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. I will say, though, I did like Maleficent, too, and I know she got a sequel coming out. Oof. I will say, though, I think that Disney should continue to do a villain series. I think if they can, do one on Scar, because you mentioned he needed some therapy, and we don't know his life story. And I feel like they should do one on Ursula from The Little Mermaid, because mm-hmm. she low-key was a bad bitch, and I kind of want to know what her issue is.
1: hmm so I can't wait I heard, for the new Maleficent movie. It look good.
0: I heard that Prince, that Harry from One Direction is supposed to be Prince Eric, and I'm just like,
1: you lost Ew. me with that one
0: because he looks nothing like him. He's really not that cute to me. Yeah, I'm really trying to and... make this a low
1: budget Lifetime movie. <laughs> if Y'all pick him. <laughs> don't you do that because we still got a black. I Harry know right we got we got her, and I know that, but it's just like, can y'all stop? Can y'all be really get Eric somebody that's fine. talented? Eric was fine. Like
0: he was actually cute. So I'm just saying, I thought that the actor would be,
1: you know. If they just trying to appeal to the younger generation, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be upset by uh, picking Eric. From not one direction. fine. Yes, get Zane. If
0: y'all want to get somebody, get Zayn Malik. That's what I
1: was gonna say. And just cover up his tattoos. Because he
0: was cute. He was Zayn is actually cute. So I'm like, if y'all gonna, get yep, somebody just to let one him go
1: his hair out. And
0: he grows his hair out sometimes. So I'm like, just yep. pick him and let him I don't know if he need to buff up a little bit we never see Eric without a shirt so I guess it don't matter but just just if you want to go there then just get him I don't even know if Harry can sing honestly what the fuck happened to One Direction because like I don't know I never listened to them I never listened to them I don't know a song
1: by them or anything
0: them Little Mix or Fifth Harmony I never listened to any of them me either I don't even know the last band I listened to. I want to say it was Danny came from Making the Band in day 26, but I, I think mine is definitely going to be Destiny's Child. And I didn't even really listen to them. <laughs> I just watched the show because that show was entertaining as fuck.
1: Yeah.
0: Making the Band was like, it was a time to be alive. That's what I'll say.
1: It was a reality
0: TV was still good because you had Flavor of Love, you had mm-hmm. Bowling Hills, you had College Hills. Bowling Hills! If they brought back College Hill, oh my God. In today's climate, it would work. But God, I can only imagine the type of drama. They should
1: do
0: it there. like they did the real world and just have it on um on Facebook. Vote. But see, those people were voted into the house. Oh, they were. Yeah, I didn't know that they were voted into the house, and mm. a lot of them are problematic as fuck. So it was intentional. It's like an experiment, basically. That I don't really know, like who would get voted in if it, if College Hill did it that way,
1: because everybody would be like, "Y'all vote for me. I go to I mean- TSU."
0: Make I mean, sure y'all vote for me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If it's going to be a bunch of soror- sororities and fraternities yeah. or like people who pop on campus, I don't want to see it. It should be a mix of people who like low nice key, low-key people, high-key people, smart people, people who just like to party. Like, it should just be a mil- people who have different views. It should be a melting pot of people so you can really get the good shit, you know, the goodness. Because with this real world, it's like gay people, straight people, racist, uh, homophobic people, like this is a mix, and they all have different views. You got a virgin on the show, like religious people. Like it's just funny. It's just it's funny. I don't watch it, but I see the clips, and I'm like, man,
1: this yeah. is funny.
0: This is crazy. It's just sad it don't come on TV. Like y'all could take Team Mom off and put this back on, because this honestly, ooh, I'm tired of Team Mom. Them hoes was never Team Moms to me because they was getting paid on that show. They was driving around and like they could buy houses. They was driving around in nice cars. I'm like, yeah. y'all ain't real teen moms? Like, yeah, y'all struggle emotionally in with y'all relationships, but y'all getting paid to document y'all life. Uh, a regular, regular teen mom is struggling. hmm Like, y'all, them girls got houses. They got money <laughs> from this show, and they're still making money. So how are y'all really
1: teen moms? I just, I just don't get it. But I just anyway. remember Bentley. Macy and Bentley. Oh, he's
0: so cute. I Bentley did. I was always so cute. <laughs> I always liked her. I always liked her. She just seemed like she had a head on her shoulders.
1: Her baby yeah, daddy I, just was trash.
0: Oh girl, he is and he looks so bad now. His hair is grayed out and he gained so much weight. He looks Ooh. twice his age. Mm-hmm. He looks horrible. And him and Bentley does not really fuck with him like that. Like oh, I remember one episode I saw he... Bentley was like, I don't wanna go over there to my daddy house. Like I don't wanna see him. I don't wanna talk to him. Cause he was never really uh he never really played an active role in Billy's life like that.
1: Yeah. Even
0: from the beginning, you could tell he wasn't shit. And when him and Macy broke up, it just kind of got worse. So it's sad when he get old enough to understand what's going on. He's just like, I don't want to go over there. It's really, it's really sad. And I also like the couple who um, gave their baby up for adoption. Yeah. Because I thought they took a lot of strength and a lot of maturity that another, maybe another couple wouldn't have been able to do, knowing that they would not in the right place to be taking care of no kids. So, those would probably be my two favorites of the show, Caitlyn and Tyler. Yes, mm-hmm. their names, Caitlyn and Tyler. But yeah, I think that's it for the show today. Not much happened this week. Now you said you wasn't gonna I do it. I couldn't no even keep it
1: inside. I don't know what is wrong.
0: With it's really sad that you heard that in the whole time we recorded. <laughs> it's done. It's because of Beyonce. I
1: don't know. It may just be because of Nikki
0: You just said earlier that Beyonce talked about it. Well, I song. it
1: solidified that I knew that okay. I was, you know, really on for something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. That's right. Okay.